and then just send that to uh... yeah so i'm probably going out over the airs right the airwaves right now and i'm here just by myself me and then here's lola there's lola right there we're trying to get set up there's like a big there's a big party going on here right now right behind me. And island <laughs> and we're live. We're trying to get through all these. You know, so all of these people here, I do stuff with locally here in Gainesville through Big Daddy Guns. Uh, waiting for thirteenth. Joe, Ben, hey, let me see. Hey Gabe, what's up? Hey, you're very laggy though. I'm lagging? Yeah. The broadcast is going. It's just live. Okay. So you can you can hear me talking and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to share. I'm trying I to fix you talking, but sometimes it just lags out. It just like that goes really fast. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's on your end, the reason why it's lagging, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, man. All right, let's try to, I'm trying to get this. Uh, what, this one that we're doing right now? Huh? Yeah, I'm trying to, let me let me uh, send this to uh, 13C Joe. He doesn't, he hasn't gotten it yet. And then uh, I'm going to send it to these guys. I'm going to send them the link. We try to keep this going as long as we can. I gotta see when the other guys come in. If you're if you're actually watching, you're probably watching a train wreck right now. I'm gonna keep eating my. Uh, I'm not gonna let my. What is this? A shaka bowl? I'm not letting this shaka bowl go to waste, even if it kills me. Yeah. There's Joe. All right. What's up, man? Uh, good, good. We got, uh, looks like all the links got sorted out. So glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. We're, you and I are on, we're waiting for Anthony to come on. Um, so with the other, the other link, we need to, we need to go in and delete. I don't even know how we're going to do that. Um, let me see. I I'm going to try to tell Gabe. We should be able to go yeah. and edit the, uh, where's the share link on here? Um, you should have it if you're on a computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, screen what, share. You can't find the show. Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, I will. I'll find it. Let me go to uh, refresh. Yeah, Lola here. says she can't. She can't find the show. Hold on. I I'm will. Assuming it should be on. Find it here. You're live. We're live on the B channel, right? Yeah, lifestyles of the locked and loaded. Okay. Um, there goes. TX Killer is in with us. All right. right. So I have my other browser open. 
and I'm refreshing your page and I don't see, normally I see this thing where it says you're live and I don't see it. Okay, so the old one that I shared should not be, should not be there. Well, no, no, no. What I mean is that on your YouTube channel, the lifestyles are locked and loaded. Um, okay. I, you, normally it says you're live, you know, when I'm looking at your page here uh, on my on my laptop here, and I don't, it does not, it's not saying you're live right now. No? I don't know why. Let me, I'll, let me refresh it again. Uh, yeah, hold no. on. Um, let me go to my channel. Um, and I'll go back to yours. It might not be public. Oh, all right. So, so you're not public yet then. It might not be public. Let's, um, why does it keep going with lifestyles of the rich and famous? Nobody wants that. There it is. Do you uh, see it now or? No, so it doesn't look like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get uh, I'm says to, you're live. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get Gabe to go back in and make it public. Yeah. And then when that comes up, I'll uh I'll make it oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Hey Gabe. Go in there, is it is the video public? So how come we're not seeing anything? Go back to that window that you set up and see if it's on public or, um, huh? Go back to that video that we set up and see if it's on public or is it on unlisted? Because we're all we're all on, but you've got it on private. Yeah, change it to public and then save on top. Yeah. Okay, so it should be, yeah, save changes, yeah. Refresh and see if you see anything going on. Looks like there's a commercial coming on before it. Yeah, did you? Live? Yeah, it should be live. It should be live. There we go. Okay, now we're live. Now we're live. Okay, I'm hanging up, Gabe. Okay. All right. Joe, I think we're live now. All right. Excellent. Yes. There, we go. Me, there uh, we go. I think, I think we're live. People should it. be seeing us. <laughs> I'm still eating my, uh, this is my shaka bowl that I'm eating here. <laughs> I just got done eating myself. <laughs> yeah. Boom, all right, it says we are live, excellent. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are gonna have to like run the show more than me. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem, so, all right. So the so what's going on here is I'm trying to do the show live from a different location. We've got 13C Joe, we've got TX Pillar in with us as well, and uh, eventually I'm just I'm I'm hanging out here with these folks, and I'm gonna let you guys see. These are some folks that I work with locally here in Gainesville, and they invited me to this party tonight, so we're hanging out with them. 
We've got 13 seats. Joe. Hey, hey. Stella, Anthony. What should we call you, Anthony? Uh, believe it or not, everybody calls me by my last name, Amantine. Uh, but Amantine, okay. On social media, I go my TX killer. Okay. So either one is good with you, right? Yeah, either one. All right, cool. So have you ever met 13C Gun Reviews? Have you ever no, met Joe? I haven't. Heard of him, but I haven't met him. Before. All right, cool. So um, Joe, Amantine, Amantine. Joe, what's up? Joe. Nice to meet you, man. But yeah, yeah, this is TX Killer on YouTube. You guys should go check him out, as well as 13C Gun Reviews. Of course, I'm Hank Strange. You guys are probably seeing some real crazy strange tonight. Since uh, I'm broadcasting from this uh, this location here, I'll show you guys real quick what's going on here. See, look, right behind me, there's this party happening right now in Gainesville at a place called Island Bowls. If you're in Gainesville, you should know this spot. It's a pretty cool spot. And we're having a hangout right now. So, Amantine, tell us about you, man. How did you start doing uh, YouTube videos? Uh, actually, uh, the other way around uh, with Instagram. Uh, okay. You know, I, I, I got pretty active on Instagram and then slowly starting to uh, move things over to YouTube. Uh, everybody wants YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. And... Uh, so I'm slowly working myself over there, but mainly Instagram. And uh, basically it was just to share, you know, just kind of share my story pretty much. And uh, it kind of blew up in my face. <laughs> okay, so what's your story? Were you in the military, law enforcement? No. What's the deal? Uh, I'm just a, a, a normal guy, man, that hunts a lot, okay? Uh, last year, I know, I know for a fact last year I hunted over... Uh, 220 days, and uh, that's that's what I like to do, man. Is just hunt and uh, kind of share my experience with people, especially with people that never hunted before. So um, I'm not ex I'm not ex law enforcement. I'm not ex military. Uh, I'm just a regular. Okay. Hunts a lot. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't seen your channel, uh, tell them what kind of stuff they can expect. What do you do that's different? In your, in your opinion, from what all the other gun guys are doing on YouTube, or do you think it's the same as what everyone else is doing out there? You know, uh, the only thing that I do different, uh, to be honest with you, is uh, it, it's the way I hunt and the equipment. There's not a lot of people using the type of equipment that I use, uh, and a lot of people aren't actually going out there looking for free-range animals. Uh, you got a lot of people that are hunting off of feeders or on paid hunts, uh, but... Uh, I have to say the equipment. I have to say the equipment. But there is a lot of people out there that are using the same style of equipment and hunting the same way. There just isn't that many people. And not many people okay. hunt as much as I did. Oh, okay, cool. So, so in other words, there's lots of people out there that go to places where the animals are pretty much corralled and they don't really have to track them down and not not to the wild. Really corral. They're still it's still a low fit. We call it low fit, and uh, mm -hmm. they're not corralled. It's just kind of a time schedule. So it's mm -hmm. you can go on a game range and know that the pigs or or coyotes will be somewhere in that area around seven, eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I go out and I'm just, it's pure luck, man. Most of the time, I got features out there, and they're not they're not coming in on the schedule. It's pretty hard right now. Oh, okay, cool. See, I from from my point of view, I've ever never actually been hunting because no one wants to go hunting with me. 
you know so i need what? to i need to do some hunting no no joe no one's, i haven't gone hunting with anyone yet yeah, it's horrible. Well, if you come up here to the Midwest, um, you know, especially in the uh, late fall through winter and very early spring, man, we get you on uh, some coyote hunting up here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. Hey, okay. There's some people coming in here for a second. There's some people coming in and here to meet me. I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be mingling at this party. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't mind all the craziness going on here. Hey, you want, do you want to meet some people? <laughs> you guys want to meet some people real quick? Sure. We'll put everyone on the spot. I'll, I'll introduce you guys to some people I'm hanging out with. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Here's my, here's my friend, Sheena. I'm on a podcast right now with Hank Strange. There you go. Say hey, there. Check that out. Yeah. That's He's a hunter dude. He's a hunter guy. Yeah, he, he hunts. He's from Texas. You know, he goes, he likes to hunt with no clothes on. That's his thing. Now they're going to watch your channel. <laughs> this, is, this is called marketing. It's called marketing, man. That's funny. Hi, how you doing? Okay. Pleasure. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yes, we always, I do a lot of uh, Instagram stuff with these guys. He's, he's been, what's your Instagram? My, my Instagram is uh, a.amantine. It's a yeah, dot a. Amantine. Amantine. Yeah. A. Yeah. If yeah, you want to see like a, a, a chocolate dude hunting in Texas, if you want to check that out, you can go check out his Instagram. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Give me a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if you got it, you might as well flaunt it. So here you can see everyone else that we have going on here. Look, okay, here's the guys. Look at that. There goes everyone. Uh, Say what's up, everyone. What's going go. on? These are just a few of my friends here in Gainesville, different businesses doing things. Awesome. You know, we're hanging out. We're hanging out in the big olive bowl. So there you go. That's I, I'm, I'm always causing trouble. Just, just so you know that. I think you probably know that about me already, man. Always causing trouble. Yeah. So, OK, what were we saying about hunting, Joe? I think you were saying something. I was just saying, yeah, come up here uh, late fall uh, through the winter and early spring, and uh, there's plenty of opportunities for coyotes. Okay, cool. Is that mostly what you hunt? I'm, I'm assuming you've hunted other things. Primarily, that's really all I do now. I don't, I, I don't have the time or the patience to do anything else. Coyote-wise, yeah, I can go out in the backyard to my range. Um, I set up on top of one of the berms. I just prone out on a berm. I call for half an hour. Um, I either kill something or I don't hear or see anything, and then I go back in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, so Amity, what, what are you hunting most of the time, man? I've seen. Uh, you. I'm pretty sure I saw that video where you hunted some kind of boar. Yeah, I I primarily hunt kids and cows. I don't hunt anything else because this is going to change, man. I'm going to pretty much go after anything that I can get my hands on, but uh, it's primarily okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And so what kind of guns are you, you know, what kind of rifles are you using for this stuff? Man, we got, I got quite a few rifles out, and uh, but mainly uh, semi-automatics. So any anything in the semi-automatic platform, I'll use, uh, but mainly mm -hmm. primarily the AR-15. Okay. Do you have like a specific build for this? Uh, do you use specific kind of scopes? Uh, that's not your focus. Well, yeah, my focus is optics, uh, but uh, primarily on the build. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Uh, 
sort of possible 16 inches, but like to say minimum, you know, uh, in the calibers. Uh, 300 blackout, 760 by 39, uh, 308. Uh, I'll use CTP a lot, but uh, that's pretty much where I stay at on that platform. Oh, okay. But Joe, by the way, I can't see any anything in the chat, so... I don't okay. know if you can, Amethine, but Joe, you could probably see what's going on in the chat. If there's questions and things like that, let us know. I'm sure there's some people complaining about all the technical difficulties. No, no I apologize. Every, That's all me. over here. I'm good on mine. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody seems uh, seems pretty cool. They understand you're remote tonight, so I don't I, I don't see any uh, complaints or anything. Uh, people are all no. chiming in. Hello, the usual folks. I can shout some folks out if you want, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. You can shout out a couple of people out there. All right. So, um, uh, let's see. Richard Hughes is saying, uh, saying, Hey, and where's Mrs. Strange at? Um, we got uh, Carl Compton's in the house. E-Rock, the Jews, all thumbs, axes. This is uh, what Lola's doing. Look at there. that. Hey. Lola over there. There she is. Hey. Yeah. She's having her coconut bowl. Awesome. Mrs. Uh, 13C uh, said hello back at you uh, from the text earlier. I told her. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, so. Lola said hey. So where are you guys seeing? Okay, so. What are we, what? Where are you seeing the comments at? I'm not seeing any comments on my end. You have to open up another window and go to Lifestyles of the, open up another window and go to YouTube, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. Uh, and you'll see all the chat going through there, and you'll see everyone talking. Gosh. Usually, it's Walter here, Edith. You know what? No one sent Walter. Send Walter a link. Walter's going to Hooters. I want to see what's going on in Hooters. <laughs> I don't want to miss any kind of Hooters action. Right. Um, Tavon is in there. Uh, we got Diz037, Laggy McLag, uh, Patrick R., Tacos and French fries is in the chat. Uh, the pants, Cal L, uh, Eric S. Um, tons of folks here. Cigarettes and soda, all thumbs. The pants. Uh, sorry if I'm missing anybody. It keeps scrolling here. DCG 44S, Eric S. SoCal Gunner, welcome. J Rock, all thumbs. Carl Compton, Mike Bryant, Cyrus 308. Um, there we go. Yeah, someone send, uh, let me see. I'm going to see if I could send, I could send Walter a link. Because Walter said he was going to be going to Hooters. I want to see what's going on in Hooters. But, you know. Uh, all thumbs is Do we have any mohawk. Okay, yeah. Just got the fresh, just got the fresh mohawk cut up there. So there you go. Did we lose Amantine for a second there? Where did he go? I see him. I'm I'm trying to still try to figure out this the comment part. It's killing me. You can't, okay, you, are you on your laptop or are you on your phone? Yeah, I'm on my Mac right now. I'm on the YouTube channel right now. I'm on your YouTube channel. And, yeah, uh, but you can't. Don't go to Hank Strange. Go to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. Yeah, Lifestyles because mm -hmm. that's the channel that we do all the uh, the live shows from. So we do that because YouTube shut us down before and we're like, okay, we got to have a plan here oh, okay. for what goes on. So if you go to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, you'll see it playing. You see it playing right now. People are sending me messages. I'm getting like phone messages and stuff like that coming in. Lola's on phone messages. So you're playing and in the video on the side of it, you should see the chat scrolling through. Mm -hmm. And you can shout out everyone. Cool. All right. 
Yeah. See, there you go. There you go. All right. All right. Cool. Video playing, and in the video on the side of it, you should see it. Okay, you got to mute it. Shout out again. Cool. All right. Yeah. I muted it. Yeah, so, there you go. So awesome. What you can do if you want to save your bandwidth, depending on how much you've got there, um, uh, hit the chat pop-out button, which will pop it out in another window, and then you can actually X that entire uh, tab out, and then you have your chat. I've got it set up so now my chat's on the side in a pop-out window, and then the video's on the other side, so it's kind of split screen. That way I can see you guys in the chat at the same time now. See, uh, Joe, unlike me, is very professional. Very professional. I try. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get unprofessional here because I'm starving to death. I'm going to have a CMMG tax snack. <laughs> what, what? Hold on a second. Where did you get that from? CMMG. That, yeah, he does have CMMG beef turkey stick. That's hilarious. I, yeah, when did they start making beef? I never, I never heard of that. I, do, I don't know when they um, – probably a year or two. Here. Uh, awesome. You, you, you want to see something really awesome? Oh, guys. Almost tipped my chair over. Check this out. Tactical bacon. Tactical bacon. Oh, that's awesome. I need that's to I need awesome. to break this out. It's uh what is this? Uh God, I can't even do the math on that. There's about fifty-six pieces of bacon rolled up into this bad boy. Yeah, how many calories is each slice of that bacon? Uh three slices is sixty calories. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. Five grams so of protein. So, so yeah, absolutely. So this is a good. This leads me to a good hunting question, right? What um what what do you do with the stuff that you hunt, Amantine? Do you like turn it into bacon? Do you, you know, you make uh, sausage out of that stuff? What's going on? I'm glad you brought that up because every time we kill pig, people ask what we do with. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. About three to four pigs out of the entire year process. And my favorite part of the pig is just the back straps. I will get the back straps out of okay. them. That's all I care about. Usually the rest will be oh, okay. sausage and we'll mix it up with uh, with some venison and we'll do sausage and stuff like that. But usually it's only three to four pigs a year and that's it. Oh, okay. So what is the back strap for? I see. Okay. Joe is showing us the ingredients. It says, what is So it? You, you don't see the chat, but there's some, there's some folks asking what's in it. And uh, asking about gluten and wheat and things like that. So that's why I'm showing it here. Yeah, it looks like it says pork, water, salt, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and gunpowder. Gunpowder is an ingredient. Gunpowder. <laughs> so, okay, so what do you do with the backstrap? What's that for? Is that the bacon? No, that's not the, the backstrap. That's no. I don't know. That's I don't eat pork, so I have no idea. I have oh, no idea. pork, man. That's the best no. part of any animal. Yeah. The best part of any oh. animal uh, is the back strap. That's like the filet mignon right there, man. And, uh, oh, okay. That is, that is all I care about. I, I can cut that out and just put salt and pepper on it and throw it straight on the grill, and I'll be good to go. It is delicious. Oh. Okay. No, I didn't I didn't know about that. It is delicious. Was, you, you will love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So what about you, Joe? Do you, cause well, you're only hunting coyotes. Can you harvest the coyote? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 if I was hungry enough, uh, sure. That'll be pretty foul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's some chitlins in there. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, you know, if, if I want to be out and I know there's quite a bunch, um, I may say, you know, cut open and save the gut pile and throw it out there to attract, you know, 
some more uh, for later, something like that. But um, oh, uh, you I know, bet you someone in the chat is saying coyotes good eating. Oh, there's always going to be somebody out there. M- music yeah. lover is saying mm, coyote burgers. Yeah. <laughs> there has to, come on, coyotes can't just be good for killing. There's got to be some part of the – right. what about the hide? Is the hide good from the coyote or no? No, Hank, there's nothing good. But you know what's crazy? It's a true story. I got a friend of mine that have eaten bobcat. <laughs> he has – he killed – Wait a second. And, and, is and that he, illegal? Is that it. illegal? He did not like it, so – uh, it's not good either. Uh, oh. Okay, apparently I'm too loud. I'm too loud. I'm making too much noise for these guys. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Amartine, you may be able to answer this uh, for where you're at because we don't, up this far north, we don't have any uh, coyotes up here to hunt. Or not coyotes, uh, hogs. But somebody's asking here, um, Kevin is asking, is it legal to just leave the hog in the woods? Oh, yeah. It's legal to hunt them all year long, mm-hmm. no matter what time of the day or season, and we can leave them away. Uh, it might be a little different on public land, but uh, very few people here hunt public land. Uh, it's just, I don't know if you knew this, but like 94, 95% of the state is privately owned. So uh, I'm sure they have a little a rule by that, but on private property, we usually leave them away, and the coyotes will have it gone within two days. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for people who haven't hunted any kind of animals, I mean, by the time the coyotes get done, the birds will come through. I mean, there is nothing within a day or two of any carcasses out there. Nothing. Nothing left. Yeah. Just bare ground. That's it. So when the coyotes come through, can you take out the coyotes then? Or are you guys all sticking around for that? That is usually how it works out. Uh, if we get a pile of pigs up, I will, I will get those pigs piled up somewhere. And uh, I will come in at night and check. And, and it is guaranteed to be a coyote over that uh, death pile. Take them out. <laughs> oh, okay. Coyotes are real bad. Okay, I'm just. I'm just. Oh, okay. So let's uh, let's do a little bit. Let's show some folks some guns. I don't have any here. Well, other than what I have on me, obviously. What do you guys have there? I don't own any guns. There you go. Lost small in boating accident. <laughs> Uh, uh, this one and this one all right I guess you know this so, one. so hank before you, you you know the proper etiquette when you're out in public before you pull out your carry piece right <laughs> you have to say excuse me while i whip this out <laughs> and, and, yeah. wh- and right and prefacing it with that it's perfectly fine to then whip it out generally speaking you would also want to refer to it as your roscoe <laughs> Uh-huh. Why do I think you're trying to get me into trouble, Joe? <laughs> Why do All I right. think you're trying to set me up? <laughs> All right. So speaking of concealed carry handguns. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I still I still love this guy. I mean, I love it even more now with this uh, RS Regulate Rail on here. This is just, I love it. And earlier, right before the show, I found my box. For this, so I can finally lower this damn thing down from the AR height. Oh, so I can't Why wait to do that. You... What's that? Okay, you were looking. You were looking for the tool. Yeah, I was looking for the tool and the thing to mate back up with this. Um, so I am so glad that that's that's finally out of the way. What is it? Oh, this is 
a IWI Galil Ace. Oh, wow. Uh, 556, technically a pistol. It's got the folding brace on here. Let me see if I can actually operate. There we go. This thing to fold it, you need a, you need two men and a small boy to help you fold this damn thing up. Uh, deploying, it's easy. You only need one finger, really, to, to deploy it. But, man, once this thing locks up, it is freaking solid. So, uh, that's is that your... Is that your like your truck gun? Is that your hunting rig? Is that your home defense? Like what, 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 what do you use it for? So, um, this yeah. So I've actually taken to. I don't. I don't generally travel with a full size uh, gun like this. But if I'm going to, uh, this this actually has come with me a few times now, and this is also in the rotation um, here. I I have a small farm here uh, that I live on, and uh, we've got our house is pretty spread out, so. This is one of the uh, firearms that would be one of my go-tos. Um, I need to actually get a dedicated can for this guy on here because light let, letting loose with this guy, if I had to in the house, I mean, everybody's going to be deaf. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have some hearing problems. Yeah, I have a feeling that's a show gun. That's a show gun. That's a show gun? <laughs> yeah. That, that uh, Galil, that's for showing off. Oh man, I've got I've got probably close to three thousand rounds at least through this, and at least half of those are suppressed. Um, this thing, it, man, this is a. Oh, okay, sweet to you. I honestly can't speak highly enough about this thing. I love it to death. Oh, cool, cool. What what suppressor are you using? Um, generally speaking, it just depends on what's come in. Um, I found probably one of my favorites that ran really nicely on it was the. Uh, it was the M4 2000, I want to say. Ran really well on it. Um, and I, I, I put a bunch of other ones on there. I put on... Um, what else has been in recently that, that I've run on it? Uh, I think the Paladin I ran on, or Alpha. Um, what else What else has been in that I ran on it that I tested it with in the video? I can't even remember. I'm drawing a blank now. I'll have to go back through and watch the videos. Hey, Hank, do you know how I found your page? We start talking about suppressors here. And I found your page when you did a video on the PTP Chief. Okay. Okay. That was a while back. Yeah, that was a while back. And, man, uh, to this day, I can't believe I don't have my hands on one of those. That is a that is a great suppressor, man. PTP in general had some great options on suppressors. And uh, So oh, so what – do you have any suppressors? What kind no, of hands no, do you have? I don't shoot suppress. The only time I shoot suppress is when I uh, when I hunt with uh, with my buddies from uh, Ultimate Night Vision. But no, I don't. And I'm in the process of doing it. Uh, I just don't know. I'll tell you what it is. I don't have the patience, man. When I cough up that kind of money, <laughs> and it it makes a huge difference hunting. And I'm at the point now where I have to because it's it's really changing things up not shooting suppress. Yeah, I, I think you, I think. Go ahead. I was just saying, shooting suppress is the way to go when you're hunting. It's the only way. Oh, oh, by far. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Joe. To follow up on that, like, um, when I was shooting the uh, what was that? The uh, the rugged surge. Um, I had that on my. Uh, oh God. Um, DPMS uh, G2 Recon. Uh, the three. It's a 308. Obviously, 308 is a little overkill for a coyote. But I was testing out the new Federal Fusion <laughs> Ammo. Oh, my God. That Federal Fusion Ammo leaves a grapefruit-sized exit hole out of the coyote's shoulder. <laughs> but I but e e even shooting the 308, 
with that with the added weight and the uh the 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 change to the recoil impulse you know i've i was uh, probably about 125 yards on 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 a couple of shots that i got on a couple of coyotes over two three nights with that setup and you see the round hit you know normally on a 308 it's hard to actually see your round hit at 100 yards uh just due to the recoil you lose it at least i do anyway um but you know you see your round impact you see the exact impact uh the result on your target as it freaking just drops like a sack of potatoes and it is uh it really really helps as far as i'm concerned just to confirm what you're doing and then if you have multiple coyotes out there right next to each other by the time you see the round, you see your effect, and you're right there on it. So being able to transition to the next, I mean, it's, it's instant. You can just, if you've got them lined up, it, it, it's, I hate to use the term game changer, but it really lets you work through a group of targets that are close by really quick. Yeah, follow-ups are, follow-ups are. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, do they, so do they realize what's going on? Do they scatter immediately when you took out the first one with a suppressor, or are they kind of like confused of what happened? What's the reaction? Uh, but as far as like the way we hunt with pigs and coyotes, yeah, they run, but they're not as spooked as they are shooting unsuppressed. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you can shoot at, let's just say a group of 10 pigs, non-suppressed. I mean, you can call it, it's over, but shooting them suppressed, I've noticed that their pace is a little bit different. And sometimes they'll stop. Sometimes they'll stop again and look back and see what just happened. Guess what? You're taking <laughs> or more coyotes. So. It does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and the thing I was going to tell you is once you get your first suppressor, Aventine, it's like, I know that it takes a long wait and everything. Sometimes people are going like six months to a year, but once yeah. you, yeah. you do the first one and you get it done, you're going to, from then on, just be getting suppressors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. I got I got buddies that get one, and then it's just like owning firearms. They buy one, they want more. You know, yeah. so yeah, I already know what's yeah. coming. You just gotta do it. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to make it. You know, we wish that it would be it would be easier for people to do it. That there would be no wait time, or you don't have to go through all these taxes and all that kind of stuff to do it. But I don't think we have a shot of of rolling back any of that stuff, man. As a matter of fact, we're trying to keep it from getting worse right now. No, mm -hmm. so. You know, and the suppressor market has taken a big hit over the last, uh, what, year and a half at this point, Joe? Is it like a year and a half? Yeah. yeah. There, there was a number of people who were who were waiting because the, they thought the HPA uh, was going to pass. Um, you know, and, and, and I get that. But let's say it did pass. You have a group of, you have a lot of companies that produce, you know, you know, how many dozens or hundred suppressors are they turning out every month, right? Imagine mm -hmm. if HPA passed, how much, how long the wait's going to be, oh. right? How long the back orders are going to be for those companies. It's going to be worse than what it is now. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, uh, ho hopefully people start buying again. It seems like, it seems like things are selling again. Um, I think they are. Yeah. Not everybody I know is waiting on suppressors except for me, but I, it's, I gotta pull the trigger and do it, man. It is, I can, I, I see the, I see what's going on without shooting suppress. Mm -hmm. I see what's going on. It, yeah. Do you like, scary. do you like, are you into 22s? Am I into 22s? Yeah. No, I, I, it's crazy you asked me that because I went live last week and somebody asked me that. I hate 22s. <laughs> I hate oh, <laughs> what? 
They are no fun to me. They are no fun to me. Why? It, there's, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy that likes to feel it. I like recall. I like, I like the, uh, I, I like the action. I like that. When I'm shooting 22, there's nothing there for me. There's nothing there. I think it's a great platform for uh, plinking and getting kids started, or even getting adults started. Uh, but man, it's just there's nothing there for me. I play with so many calibers that when I play with 22, I just I keep it myself. Okay. I would I would respond to that by saying I was kind of the same way for for a while with 22s. Uh, then once once you get your first 22 can, your first 22 silencer, um, you are going to love the 22. There's no sound. Yeah. There's there there there's minimal sound. You can shoot like a madman. I mean, it totally changes. It turns what, you know, is meh to just more more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Yeah, yeah, and there's um, and there's a bunch of things you can go after the twenty two with, you know, like groundhogs and things like that. Real pests around the your. What about twenty two magnum? I thought that um, a lot of people hunted hogs with twenty two magnum. No, Am I wrong on that one. You know, I've I've known people to kill. I've known people kill coyotes and pigs with twenty two mag. I would not suggest it. <laughs> the style, the way we hunt, there's no way. Uh, but. Uh, you know, if you're up in a tree stand and you're, you know, you're bow hunter or something, you got 22 on the side and there's a pig coming out. Of course, you know, you don't, you wouldn't even spook anything remotely in the 20 to 30 yard radius, you know, with a 22 to come in. But uh, I, I'm just not a fan of the 22. Even suppressed, I've played with them suppressed. Just not a fan yeah. of. The okay, no, I understand. I understand. What's your so? What's your lowest caliber that you would mess with then? What's your lowest caliber? I'll be honest with you, and, and it sounds crazy. I just, man, I, two, two, three. Two, two, three. Man. Really? That's, yeah. I'm a big gun guy. I like big guns. And uh, oh, okay. two, two, three is the smallest I'll play with. I love 17 HMR. I like the 22 mag. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the big calibers, man. I'm in the heavy projectiles. That's what I like. I'm in the killing pigs. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So people want to know where. Let me uh, go back, go back a little bit for people who are just joining us right now. Lola's telling me there's a bunch of people joining us. So my guest tonight is Amantine. He's a TX Killer on YouTube. Uh, what are you on Instagram? I'm on I'm a dot Amantine on Instagram, but you can also put TX Killer in on on Instagram, and, and my name should pop up. A- Absolutely. Okay, cool. And we've also got 13C Gun Reviews. We got Joe from 13C. I'm in. Um, I'm in games called the island bowls that's what you can see if you guys uh if you guys want to see what's going on here there's like uh an event going on um there's a bunch of people that i do some instagram stuff with locally here in gainesville i run the um the instagram the ig for big daddy guns and so you know i work with these different local businesses we we help each other out promote each other all that kind of stuff so we're having a meeting today i which i wanted to come to but at the same time i wanted to do the show so that's where i am and um, you're in Texas, right, MT? You're in uh, Texas. I'm, I'm in North Texas, 45 yeah. north of Dallas. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And then Joe, you are in. in I'm Indiana. in Northern Indiana. So that then people have some questions here. So um, the first question is, MT, the folks wanted you to tell us about yourself again for everyone who missed the beginning. So if you could just quickly go through that one more again. Uh. 
you know, you had asked me earlier, I'm, I'm not ex-law enforcement or military, not active at all. I'm a normal blue collar worker that loves to hunt. I hunt a lot. And uh, I try to hunt with the latest and greatest when it comes to uh, night equipment. I, 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 I hunt 85, 90% at nighttime with, op- with night optics, thermals, night vision. And uh, that is what I do. And just so you guys know, Lola's not allowed to look at any of his stuff. <laughs> I, I have disallowed Lola from looking at it because he likes to hunt shirtless. I do not hunt shirtless. Yeah, don't start that. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm out of shape, man. I don't got no business taking my shirt off, man. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, someone wants to know if you hunt with dogs. Uh, you know what? We have been talking about a year now about with dogs. I have nothing against hunting with dogs. I just haven't had the opportunity yet. I got people that that do it, and uh, we just haven't uh, connected yet. Uh, but if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. I want the dogs protected, and uh, I, I want everything to be good. Uh, I'm not I'm not for going out there and watching dogs get killed. So if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Absolutely. It makes sense. That makes sense. And that's always a danger, especially when you're going up against hogs and stuff like that, from what I've seen. Yeah. So as any of us ever hunted from a helicopter i've never hunted at all i have shot from a helicopter before so joe okay amateen you've hunted from a helicopter you done oh that? yeah twice okay, cool. i'm gonna do it again here in june was it fun uh it you can't top it there's no other type of hunting in the world that would be better than hunting from a helicopter man. um i think from a spaceship uh yeah. <laughs> the, the helicopter on real. Okay. Cool. Joe, have you ever done that? Have you ever from a helicopter? No, I have not. Okay. Um I haven't I actually haven't shot a hog in probably fifteen years. Fourteen, fifteen years maybe, not since I moved from Florida. Yeah, we need to get you down to Texas, man. Yeah. And so this is for like um, people want to know so from both of you guys. I haven't done any hunting at all. So what's the craziest hunt you guys have been on? Oh, so. I, <laughs> I got too many stories. Uh, but uh, I, I've I've gotten myself in some sticky situations in the past where uh, I've came up on uh, twenty five plus pigs by myself, and uh, they're coming running right at you. Uh, I didn't get hit one time, but you can feel it. I mean, they were they, they were right by your legs, running right by you, man. Uh, I have to say that's one of the craziest ones because I couldn't believe I didn't get touched. Oh, how big? How big do those things get? What kind of weight? They can get, they can get real big. I've killed some well over three hundred and twenty-five pounds, uh, but you know, you got reports of people killing four or five hundred pounders. Uh, I, I'm not going to say they're lying. I, that could pop, that could be true, uh, but. The biggest I've ever seen was in the 330 ranges, man. Three, 330, 340 range. But uh, it's big. But it doesn't really matter on the it's size. Big. It's just, hell, the smallest ones can do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. You ever done any crazy hunts, Joe? Um, I, 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 when I was in Florida, I had a bunch of buddies who loved to hog hunt, and I would go out with them from time to time. And I got charged once as well. Um, and, I, yeah, I... It was, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, um, I had a sidearm on me. I drew it. I shot. I don't know how many times I actually hit it. And it decided to take a right turn and run away, run diagonally off. Thank God, because normally they just keep coming. 
Um, so that was, you know, kind of the craziest one. I mean, it was just, they, they, they aren't afraid of, you, you know, that, that's what people, it's not like, you know, you see a coyote and it'll spook and it'll run away or whatever. They're just, they're just angry, ornery critters that really don't have a whole lot of fear other than they don't like loud noises. But if they're that close, they just keep, they're just missiles, right? I mean, you, you've hunted a lot more than I have, but I mean, they're just like, like angry freaking tanks just plowing. They're just a big blob of muscle, man. That's all it is. Yeah. They're, just, they're strong. You know, I, 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 they're aggressive, but majority of the time they are just as scared as they're, they're scared of you more than anything, you know, but if they're put in a situation where they have to defend themselves and they have to go out a certain way which is where you're standing, they're going for it. They're going yeah. for it. So what's the most damage they could do to you? I mean, are they going to like, can they just, you know, can they like hit you up with their tusks or yeah, that's do the they thing. even have tusks? You know, okay. a lot of them have tusks. All, all of them got some, some type of uh, teeth exposed, but the longer they are, the worse they are because that bottom tooth is what's rubbing up on their, on their upper cutter. And it, that's what's sharpening their, their cutters. Okay. And man, I'm telling you right now, all it takes is just one little hit, and it's like somebody putting a razor blade on your leg. Uh, you're going to get cut up pretty bad. So, can they kill you? No. Can they hurt you really bad? Yes. And if they come back for more, you're going to get messed up. But uh, will they eat you? No, man. No. Oh, okay. All right. Now you over there? You watching that? What was that movie? Uh, Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or something like that. Uh, well, because there's a lot of stories about about hogs and stuff like that eating people, yeah, man. The, the the stories that I did hear about are the ones that are farming, farm pigs. Yeah, uh, farm oh, pigs. Yeah, two stories of farmers that end up missing and they end up finding them, uh, finding the remains or part of the remains in the pen with the pigs. Those are the only uh, times I've ever heard of somebody ever getting eaten by hogs, and it's only happened. I only read two stories, so. Uh, wild hogs not going to attack you and eat you. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I would think the wild hogs would be worse, but I guess yeah, you're saying no. the domesticated ones are the ones you have to look out for. Yeah, that's from, from what I've read, that's what I've seen. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah. I, I haven't seen any of this in real life, so I have no clue. I'm just, I just read it in stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what about hunting outside of Texas? Have you ever done hunting outside of texas no and you know that is one thing that i want to do for this year and now on is uh get out get outside of that you know i want to get outside of texas i want to get away a little bit from the whole predator and, and pig hunting and i want to do big game hunting i want to do some more bird hunting and uh and just kind of learn more you know i'm all i'm all about learning more and uh i'm not saying i have this part of it perfected but I have a lot of interest in other things, and uh, I, I, I want to go to I want to go to like Wyoming, Montana, Idaho. I want to go hunt the plains and, and hunt big game. That's what I want to do. I want to challenge and hunt, like, extremely challenging hunt. Okay, so I don't know if we have any people out there in these places that can maybe help hook Amatine up. You know, yeah. some hunts. I don't know, Joe, if you want to go on some hunts. I need to actually plan to do that sometime. I need to get my act together and get out there. You need yeah. it. It's it's one of those things that you're either going to love or you're going to hate, but you're not going to know unless you do it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I got into it not knowing. I didn't grow up around this stuff, you know. And so when I got into it, 
I was immediately hooked. I knew that I wanted to hunt, you know. I just didn't know what I was going to be hunting. But uh, I absolutely love it, man. And uh, as long as it's rewarding and I'm actually doing something good, I'm all for it. But I'm not out there just to kill, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to do something, you know. So if it's a management hunt or if I'm bringing food on the table, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, do you see any other questions out there? Any um because I can't see I can't see any of the comments or anything um, that, that right now other than a, what a lot of see comments there. about you know hogs, be it wild or domestic, um, you know, will will eat carcasses of humans. Uh, you know, wh- wh- which which is the case. Um that's uh that's most of it here. Uh people are at still, you know, joining in and asking where you're at and um yeah. Probably yeah. a good time to just. Um, somebody said Alaska. That would be awesome to hunt in Alaska. Oh yeah, that'd be. That's like a dream for everybody is Alaska. Mm-hmm. Not in the winter time. Not in the winter time. <laughs> Not in the winter time. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I was, yeah, I was gonna say, man. Animals probably think humans are good eating. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, just like how we're always like squirrels, good eating. <laughs> you know, they probably talk to each other and go, "Yeah, those humans are good eating." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what other what other comments do we have out there? I do see some people inviting you to come out west to go hunting. Um, and someone wants to know what's like must have equipment for hunting and what's just tactical, uh, tactical, but not really. Boy. Now I'm about to bring some gear out, man. Uh, since I hunt at night here, I'll pull. I'll pull out. I'll pull out a rig real quick. Hold on. While while he's while he's getting that, I'll just touch on my minimal my minimalist hunting style. So I I, I get just go kind of renegade and rogue. I have a uh, I've got a uh, alpha dog predator call box that you can use with a remote. Um, so I'll go. I'll set it out in the field about 100 yards. 75 to 100 yards out with a little tail I stick in the ground that whips around to attract attention. Um, I'll do it at dusk or dawn. In the wintertime, I love it. I love it when it's in the wintertime up here to hunt the coyotes because they're desperate and I can hunt at night under even under a quarter uh, moon with no uh, with no cover, with no cloud cover, even under a quarter moon or better. I have great visibility in the wintertime when there's a little patches of snow on the ground, you know, let alone full snow cover. Um, that's awesome because then I don't even have to use night vision or anything. I can just hunt with an illuminated reticle and and pop them that way. And, of course, you know, in the wintertime up here, they get really desperate for food, especially when there's snow on the ground. So, you know, you get out, you can call them out really easily. That's it. I mean, I'll, I'll hunt. Uh, some Sometimes when I prone out up on the berm, I'll use a uh, bipod. Sometimes I'll just shoot off a magwell. Um, I, I, just, I, just, I just go down and dirty. I just get out there and, and do it. I don't really put too much thought or don't compare too much no yeah okay um but but then again i don't i don't don't have the time or energy to invest in it i wish i did i would love to go on a on a real dedicated you know several day hunt and actually do that but here there's so much going on it's just it's hard well you know you you've got all kinds of stuff going on with you and family and everything else it's the same thing for me i just i can't i can't find the time it's not easy people People think it's easy to just go out. Hey, when's the next time you're going to kill? Man, I got, I got a full-time job. I got kids. I got bill. I got other hobbies. Right. I got a wife, you know, but 
if I could do this full time, uh, you'll be dead pigs all the time. But uh, I totally understand, brother. I totally understand. Yeah. I know, I know some people that go hunting before they go to work. <laughs> yeah, I, I do it. I, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they don't wind up at work because they actually catch something. Yeah, you end up having a call in the work. And uh, this time... Yeah, of the or year, come in bloody. Yeah, come in all dirty and bloody. Uh, this time of the year, it sucks because it's starting to get warm here. And I know some, some, some guys are listening on this. They know it's just... I mean, it's hard to get motivated when it's extremely hot. This time of the year is not too bad, but here in about a month, you're going to see a lot of my hunting slowing down because it's just miserable. It is miserable. But uh, so, do you, so you prefer it when it's cold? Oh, I absolutely love uh, fall and winter time. You cannot keep me in the house. You cannot keep me in the house. And in summertime down here, pig hunting, especially free range. It is miserable, especially down here where I hunt at down in the bottoms. The mosquitoes, the snakes, the grass is extremely tall. Everything is holding heat. It's really hard to see what th- not hard to see what thermal, but it's a little bit more challenging. And uh, it, it's just it sucks. You're coming home soaking sweat. Your back's tore up from mosquitoes. It's not fun. It's not fun. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so, I don't. You know, go ahead. It's a, it's the same thing here. I really don't do much coyote unless I hear them close by. I won't I won't go out there and try and call anything in the summertime here because not only is it kind of hot, but it's also you know you've got all your you know for me anyway. I go out there pretty easy. I'll I'll just like I said I prone out most times uh, up on the berm and you know I don't want to lay down there with the bugs and insects and all that crap out there being you know I, I find for me when I'm successful I lay perfectly still. I've put pictures up on Instagram and stuff when it's been snowing out here, you know, after, after, you know, if I'm not successful or whatever the thing, and you know, there's a layer of snow on the top of my scope <laughs> where I've been out there, you know, perfect layer, there's a little layer, you know, the thing. And, you know, that's late, late, you know, I don't want to, and then, you know, you can't go out there with bug spray and stuff if you're hunting coyotes anyway. Um, you know, yeah. so then what you're going to get eaten up, I, I can't stand it. So I'm the same yeah. way. It's I, yeah, it is. And, and it's not worth it. I mean, unless I know there's stuff going on, because, you know, the coyotes out here will get aggressive. But um, yeah. it's that, man. I don't, I don't deal with it. It's not yeah. worth it. Unless you know what's going on. If I start seeing fresh damage or I got pigs on camera, I'll get the boots on and I'll go out there and I'll rough it out. But if I don't have any type of activity, I ain't going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, I want to yeah. show you this real quick. I want to show yeah, you guys. Yeah, So, sure. uh, this right here is... Uh, 300 blackout, um, off.com, AR15.com, lower and upper, side charger. It's clear, so we're safe. Oh, I like side charging. I like that immediately. This is the Trigicon Reap IR thermal, okay? And I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you want to be successful at night, thermal is the way to go. I'm not telling you to look at a model like this, but this is what I hunt with right now. And, uh, you know, you, you want to be successful in the field. You go over the thermal, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, you, you'll, you'll put animals down. Uh, usually, I run night vision on my helmet, but uh, I'm running thermal right now. Like this is called a clear breach, and uh, this is a monocular that comes down over your eye, and it picks up heat. <laughs> it picks up heat. So I'm out scanning and looking around. It's like predator. Yeah, it's like predator. It's crazy, man. Uh, but uh, that's what I do. I'll go out at night. I'll detect. As soon as I, I recognize I have pigs or a coyote, 
I'll put the stock on them. I even stalk coyotes, and uh, I'll go out there and um, and put them down. But I haven't played with 300 Blackout in a while, so uh, this is going to be my go-to rig for probably the next few weeks. I've been using the 762 by 39 for a while. Yeah, so here, let me do this real quick, okay? Let me do this real quick. So I think this is about to break up, so I need to, like, at least actually to be a mixer here so i'm gonna let you two guys talk you guys stay on sure. and talk i'm yeah. gonna jump off and as a as a little treat to you guys when i come back on i'll let you guys take a drive with me in in my new whip as i go back to yeah yeah, yeah. do nice. the studio 10 15 minutes you and joe talk answer questions and all that kind of good stuff you uh to everyone out there in the audience you're in good hands with these guys i think they have lots of cool stuff to show you I will be right back in about uh, 10, 15 minutes, okay? That's cool. So stay stay here. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead, Joe. Take over, Joe. I'm looking at the questions right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody says, um, I'm loving the hunting talk. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit more about hunting then. I guess that's what we're, what folks are liking here. Um, my fingers not so much. There's one thing that I also want to bring up uh, real quick, and that is the laws in a lot of states, guys. Uh, I don't know how it is up in Indiana, Joe, but here in Texas, it is totally legal for us to hunt at night. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's other states like Oklahoma just passed a law. You're allowed to hunt at night. But I remember a year ago, you had to get special permits from the game wardens. Uh, and then it, it gets the, the laws and the, and the rules get stiffer as you go further north. How is it up there, man? So here, um, I'll talk specifically on private property. And so I'm on a farm, uh, which uh, so with agricultural being on a farm, uh, that allows me to harvest uh, and shoot coyotes year long uh, with absolutely any caliber, any type of rifle. Uh, silence, whatever, any, literally anything goes with coyotes up here year round, um, on private property on public land. Um, there are some issues with hunting coyotes at night. Um, and there could be some restrictions on a couple other things. Th those are where you really have to dig down in the minutia and you need to get a, uh, uh, you actually need to get a permit or license hunting license or permit. If you're shooting on non-private property coyotes. Um, and obviously you would need permission from the landowner if you weren't the landowner. Uh, when it comes to other animals, there are huge restrictions, caliber restrictions, all kinds of stuff. Silencer hunting finally got legalized up here in Indiana, uh, in general, uh, two years ago, three years ago now, maybe, um, they finally added some center fire rifle calibers. So finally, now you can shoot like 300 blackout finally, really? um, up here for other, you know, hunting other animals like deer and stuff like that. Um, it's just, it's, it's just the, the laws up here in Indiana for hunting have been very strange. They're getting better. Um, they're doing much better. But it sounds a lot better than what it's like in Jersey, you know, New York. Or just one like, state, one want, state over in Illinois, man. It's horrible. I mean, there are all kinds of crazy restrictions. Um, obviously, silencers aren't even legal at all in the state over there. Wow. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, people have been asking about, uh, Wow, they're asking about a lot of different calibers. One thing I wanted to touch on, when you're hunting hogs, uh, are you using uh, supersonic 300 blackout or subsonic? Yes. Okay, so that's a great question. Um, I do not hunt subsonic whatsoever. 
Uh, we've experimented with it. Yes, uh, the projectiles are getting a lot better. The ammunition is getting a lot better in subs. I've seen the negative from it, and uh, it is not good on, on, on heavy game like pigs. People claim they do it all the time. More power to them. I'm not in this to wound animals, and I'm not in it to lose them. Uh, I've seen that happen. I'm not doing it again. We shoot supersonic 100. So uh, it'll be most of the time when I'm with my buddies, it's suppressed, and we're shooting supers, and we're doing just fine. Um, but I will not use subsonic ever again on game. I don't care if it's coyotes, cats. I don't care what it is. I'm not shooting subs ever again. Yeah, I've so I, I had a number of people when I was like hunting with the surge, for example, and I had a number of people initially talk to me and ask me, well, how come you're not running on your 300 blackout? And, you know, there are a lot of questions with that. And I know there are, like I said, I know there's people who, who hunt 300 blackout subsonic successfully. The thing is where generally where I like to shoot and hunt, I'm, I, I, I'm going to engage anywhere between, you know, 35 and 50 yards out to two, out to 200 yards okay. uh, on most of these coyotes. Now, I want to be able to have a round, and I want to be zeroed to the point where I can put my crosshairs exactly where I want the round to go, and I'm going to have plus or minus about an inch, inch and a half, be it 5.56, 308, uh, 300 blackout, super, uh, supersonic, uh, 762 by 39. Whatever the case is, most of the calibers I would shoot with, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to try and range, especially at dusk. P- people don't understand how hard it is to try and range an animal at dusk or low light. At night, man, it's a totally different. You, you can you can see a, an animal during the day at 100 yards, and at nighttime, that animal is going to look like he's two, 300 yards away. Uh, it's 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 definitely challenging. But go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry, interrupted. No, 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 no. Please j- jump in, man. You've got way more hunting experience than I do. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm still uh quite a novice. But uh, so that's why I don't use 300 blackout subsonic for that. I mean, I, I love to sh- I love to shoot it suppressed and have fun yeah. with it. But, it's it, it is great subsonic. It's great to play with, and it's hell. I think it'll be even perfect for home defense. But yeah. what people need to understand about subsonic ammo and game period in order for that round to be subsonic it needs to be traveling less than a thousand feet per second mm-hmm. so what type of penetration you think you're having at two three hundred yards it's going to yeah. be horrible it's going to be horrible so if i'm in, in most of the time when i'm stalking pigs you know we, we i've been feet several feet away from them and uh yeah the 300 blackout subsonic will work fine but when they start running and they're getting further and further away I'm at a disadvantage now. Why would I put myself in that situation? You know, why would I want to wound them? And and it's, and it's happened. So I refuse to shoot 300 blackouts, uh, subsonic or any other. I've shot uh, 308 subsonic and, uh, I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. I'm just, that's just, it's personal experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, thermals. So um, I, I actually spent some time with the Reaper at, uh, I don't know, two years ago when they launched it. Um, I, I didn't actually on anything live, uh, but at night with heater targets, that is a sweet optic. Yes. I, I wanted to ask, so when you're using thermals on coyotes, and for, you know, one of the telltale signs, you know, that I tell people when, you know, when you're out with coyotes, if they've got a curved tail, it's probably not a coyote. It could be a German shepherd, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and depending on where you're shooting, like I'm kind of, I'm rural, uh, you know, to one area of me. I mean, it's a mile to the next house. The other way, though, it's only, it's only you know, a couple thousand feet. 
So there are neighbors who have German shepherds and stuff. They get curious. They could come out to the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So thermal-wise, how easy is it to tell the tail uh, on the coyote? When well, you're telling something, uh, and, and this can be a mistake for somebody new. Mm-hmm. Being behind thermal, I've been shooting thermals for almost 16 years now. And I'm telling you right now, I... I I can I can tell you what an animal is 300 yards away now, all because of body language. Okay, mm-hmm. I I can tell you the difference from a coyote and a and a dog, a domestic dog. We we called in two Great Pyrenees one night, and uh, they were coming in hard, and I was like, oh man, something's not right. Like you can just you can just see it wasn't right. It was different from a coyote, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the closer they got, you 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 knew it was a it was a domestic dog, but. Uh, I can tell you right now, if there's going to be a mistake happening, it's going to be with, it's going to be with coyotes and domestic dogs. It'll be really hard to tell. It'll be really hard to tell for somebody new behind a thermal. But uh, other game, and I can tell you, I can tell you it's deer. I can tell you it's coyote. I can tell you it's a rabbit out there, uh, coons. I can tell you all that through thermal. Uh, but also, the quality of the thermal goes a long ways. So if you're shooting a lower end thermal with a 320 core versus a higher end thermal with a 640 core it's night and day it's like watching analog tv and one that's shooting 4k you know uh it's night and day difference so you're gonna your recognition is gonna be it's, it's gonna vary on the unit that you're using for example this breach here uh this is a 320 and uh it is great for 50 to 100 yards Anything past that, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to be able to tell you what it is. Uh, this is just great for stalking and uh, short range detection. Um, how how have you, how have you found with uh, coyotes and stuff using um, using some of the newer night vision? Uh, night vision or thermal? What, what, what we well, talking? Uh, night vision, not thermal. Okay, night vision. Uh, man, I I rarely talk about this, and I should be talking about it more, but uh, when it comes to varmint hunting, mm-hmm. I would choose night vision all the way, uh, but I, I, I would still want to use the thermal to detect. You see what I'm saying? But the night vision is unreal because once you detect that coyote coming in and you pick up that night vision, I mean, you're going to see him clear as day. You're not going to worry too much about depth perception. Shot placement is going to be key. You know, uh, we all know how tough those coyotes can be, but uh, man, if I if I was to just strictly varmint hunt, it would be thermal to detect, and I'll shoot with night vision. The new night visions now are crazy, crazy good and clear. Unfortunately, they're really expensive. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I love night vision. I just I mainly use night vision to detect, not detect, but to navigate. Okay, so excuse me, guys. I I, I don't mean to interrupt. I hope you guys are having a good conversation. There. Oh yeah, yeah, we're talking good. Absolutely. Okay. So right behind me, if you guys can see, that's Big Island Bowls. If you're in Gainesville, it's one of my favorite spots. We're getting ready. We're leaving there right now. Awesome. So Lola and I, Lola and I are walking out here. Don't forget to hit the thumbs ups right now. Make sure you are subscribed to 13C Gun Reviews and TX Killer. Make sure you're subscribed. Yeah, that's the thing to do here. And watch, I'm going to show you guys something here in a second. What? Yeah. Oh, Lola, I think you got. I think you got to oh, hold this camera here. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's. I just switch it around. There you go. So that. So that's what it's looking at right there. Okay. We're gonna. We're gonna leave. 
We're gonna leave Lola. Sam, we're gonna leave Lola. We. I hate you, man. What is that? Oh, that's it. <laughs> Come on, okay. Get in. Oh, his feet all messed up. Yo, can you hear him? He, he's breaking up a lot. Yeah, he's breaking up bad. Yeah. He's breaking up bad. That thing is sick, though. Right. So while uh, while he's breaking up, <laughs> I appreciate you letting me pick your brain on uh, night vision and thermal, man. Because it's completely different than being able to yeah, spend me, time. Let me open the door for her. Actually using it. He, he can't even hear us. Go ahead, Joe. Um, yeah, anyway, so a lot of the stuff that I've, that, that I've used and that I've messed with for the most part has all been on static ranges, you know, they'll put different stuff out, heat up steel targets and do different things, you know, to, to test them out and use them, you know, scan, whatever, you know, off a rifle, um, also, but, um, yeah, being able to get them out in the field, that's something I really haven't done yet. That's something I really need to spend more time on. Oh. I love actually, I, I need to figure out what I, okay, so what I, I really want to use and, uh, what, what what would be I mean if you if you're looking to pick up like either a thermal or night vision right now if you could only do one and you wanted something good that was somewhere in a somewhat reasonable price point what would you uh, what would you recommend I did not like crazy reasonable but I mean as far as you know two maybe three thousand dollars something like that I I tell people all the time man uh, and I'm I'm shocked I don't play with it much more but the pulsars pulsar the pulsar trail. If you can get your hands on the Pulsar Trail, the uh, the XP thirty eight or uh, the uh, I can't remember the other one. I got a brain fart. But anyways, the Pulsar Trail line. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you will not be disappointed. Okay, they're pretty rugged. They got rechargeable batteries. You can record. You can take pictures. You can scan. I mean, you can do all of that with this thermal and. Uh, it's going to be a little over three grand, but it's going to be a lot better than dropping 10. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the thermal game, and if, if you know nothing about it, the thermal game is not cheap, but uh, it's getting better. I remember when the units were costing almost 30 grand. Right. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. I, I, I see Hank's driving, but I can't hear anything out of him. It's very choppy. You're smooth and crystal clear. He's... He's very, on phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my, yeah. He's on his cell phone. Yeah. My signal. My signal's being here or whatever. Somebody's. But, uh, you guys. Yeah. So you guys keep going and. You know, yeah. He's coming out back. Uh, somebody was asking about. So, so basically, so basically, uh, Hank, I, I don't know how well you can hear us, but in the comments, they're basically saying for uh, for a TX Killer and I to just keep going without you until the uh, robot cuts <laughs> off. So <laughs> that's funny. So, so we may just do that while you're, uh, while you're streaming till you get, uh, till you get back. Cause, um, you're pretty rough over there, Hank, but, uh, awesome. We've got more people joining in. Um, 
in the chat here, Chris and Vanessa and Carl. Um, I think Carl's been here. I think I called him out earlier, but uh, awesome for the new folks joining in. As Hank would say, give those likes up, uh, thumbs up. Yeah. For sure. Um, um, but, uh, you know, it, so, somebody was asking here real quick. I want to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had asked about the PTS 233 or the PBS 14 or for night vision. Uh, CB, the PTS 233 is thermal and the PBS 14 is night vision. Okay. Uh, they're two totally different things. Uh, it depends on what you're wanting to do. Uh, I try telling people, if you know exactly where the animals are that you're hunting, let's just say you have feeder set up in, in strategic areas. I say run, run night vision, the PBS 14s and, uh, hit them with the pointer. Uh, but if you're out there stalking and trying to find them, I'm going to tell you something. I'm being honest, and I know the guy. I know some guys from FLIR. Uh, the PTS-233 is really not a good thermal for detection. Does it work well? Yes. But the biggest issue that I found with the PTS-233 uh, is range. So your range detection might be anywhere at 100 to 150 yards. And when you're going out to big pastures like we got here in Texas, uh, detecting those animals will be a nightmare and recognizing them, uh, trying to recognize what you're looking at is a, is a nightmare. But once you get within range, it gets better and better. But at its price point, you can't beat it. The PTS-233 is cheaper than the PBS-14. Thermal all the way, if that answers your question, CB. I, I, I think that answers what I was uh, – that answers my thing. Now, on that uh, thermal you mentioned, you said you were going to have a hard time detecting past 100 yards. Yes. Now, now, uh, well, yeah, I guess that answers the question. So, I mean, even if, you, if you're focused in on one area with it and there's something out at like 150 yards to 200, are you going to be able to pick it up or no? Uh, you said uh, 200 yards? Yeah. With the PTS-233? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking right at it, are you going to be able to see it or no? No. No, okay. We had hell getting them zeroed in at a hundred yards. Oh wow! So uh, it's it's it, you know people want cheap. You get what you pay for, guys. Right. You know, that's what I'm gonna tell you right now. You get what you pay for. The less you spend, the less quality you're gonna get. Okay. Will it work? Yes. Are you gonna be happy with it? You'll probably be pissed whenever you compare it to something else bigger. But um, it, I think it's a great starting point. You know, if you're hunting in a stand or you have a box blind and, and you have a feeder set up at 60, 80 yards, go for it, you know. But if you're out there trying to spot and stalk, it's not going to happen. Hmm. That's just my experience. I've played with a lot of thermals, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you get what you pay for. You definitely yeah. get what you pay for. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. 24 hour shooting ranges. Somebody's talking about in the comments. I, uh, I don't think I've ever heard or seen of, uh, one of those apparently in, uh, in Tucson, there's one. Wow. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. At uh, least on the weekends anyway. I don't I, know. I would love to have a shooting range like that, uh, around here. Unfortunately, they closed down pretty early. I, I, if they can have a night range, a range open at nighttime, I will be in heaven. I'll be in heaven. You know, Joe, do you know what I don't like about some of the gun ranges? Hmm. 
and this, and I don't know if you agree or disagree. I hate shooting off of a bench. Right. I hate it. I, I, I love the gun range. I love the whole thing where everybody's there and, you know, we talk and converse about guns and stuff. I love that. I love the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I do not like shooting on a bench. It, it just eats me up. I'm either shooting off of tripods, which I absolutely love, or going prone. I'm right. one hell of a shot when I go prone. And a lot of these gun ranges don't allow you. And I understand why, safety, but uh, you put me on the ground and you're going to see a totally different shoot. Yeah, absolutely. When I, most of my, when, when I can, and a lot of my, some of my earlier videos out here when I was shooting across the cornfields and soybean fields before I actually got the berm built up and everything else, I was shooting into a hill that's on the back of my property. And I did a lot of stuff off of a table, uh, shooting off like a table. And um, most of the time when I'm really trying to get really good groupings, uh, really tight groupings, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, pr- I prefer to go prone too. Yeah, prone. Prone. Uh, yeah. You know, without a doubt. Yeah. Prone. Yeah, I, that, 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 that's right. something I can't stand about public ranges. We have the same problem up here. Yeah. You got to be on the bench. You know, I mean, they, it's, it's just, and I haven't been to a public range in, I don't know. It's been a couple of years now Yeah, since yeah. I got the thing done. I, I visited one or two, you know, industry events and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I, I, it, I can't do it. Yeah. It, it drives me nuts. And I try telling people this and I actually posted this on, I don't do YouTube much, but I do have a YouTube channel and I had just recently posted a video about it. But if, if you're, if you're a shooter or a hunter and you're shooting off, primarily shooting off the bench, you are doing nothing but hurting yourself because when you're put in a position to shoot freehanded or go prone, you're in trouble. You're yeah. in trouble because you are so used to shooting off that bench that, you know, going off of a tripod freehanded or going prone, it's not natural. You're, you're not going to know what to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, it happened to me. That's what I, that's why I hate it now. And I shot, I went to the local gun ranges for years and then I got put in situations where I had to go prone and I couldn't do it. Uh, because the grass was too tall. So I had to stand up and shoot standing up freehanded, and I was missing. All this was happening because I wasn't practicing this way. You know, I wasn't practicing in that way. I was always shooting mm-hmm. off the bench, and uh, bench sucks. I hate it. I absolutely hate the bench. Yeah. So I see accident armaments talking about bench is good for shooting groups and zeroing. Um Prone, 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 prone. If you if you can go prone, go prone. Personally, I'd almost rather take a knee than go off a bench for most stuff. Um, and, and I know I do a decent amount on the thing just because there are times of the year where I just can't go prone where I'm at. Now that we've got the range finally manicured where I can actually get out there and mow it and not and not be shooting through all kinds of weeds and grass, uh, it's easier. But um, man, it's once you start shooting prone, you you have a hard time going back. Cause no matter what you're shooting on a bench, you can tighten it up so much if you go prone. Well, on the ground, I agree. But man, hey, it's it's personal preference. It's personal preference. It's not wrong. If you're putting rounds on target. That's all that matters. But there's there's a reason why the long range guys, the PR, the the, the competition shooters that shoot long range, they are going prone. They mm-hmm. are not shooting off of a bench. They're going they're going prone for a reason. Yeah. So I see Hank down there. I see him waving and moving his hands around. I don't hear a peep out of him, though. I don't hear him. We don't hear you, Hank. Yeah, we don't hear you, Hank. Now we don't. Now he walked away. Yeah, well, I don't. Hear you, him. you don't have to leave, Hank. We're not mad. Uh, we just can't hear you. 
Yeah, he's just talking. I see your lips moving, Hank. <laughs> no, 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 Scott. I think uh, I think Scott uh, in the comments there uh, misunderstood uh, what we were saying. No, no, no. We we're not advocating going prone when shooting uh, when when shooting hogs uh, out in public necessarily. But um, but, <laughs> but what what we're saying is that if you're you know you're shooting for groups, you're trying to trying to get zeroed in. He misunderstood what we were talking about. Yeah, he misunderstood what we we're talking about. I'm not going prone on hogs at 100 yards either. I'm just saying, shooting off the bench all the time, you're not gaining anything out of it. Try to practice shooting prone. Try to shoot, practice shooting standing up, uh, mm-hmm. tripods, stuff like that. Hell, I had a hard time getting used to tripods. And when we were trying to get video and uh, actually just get some better shots off, man, I noticed a huge difference. But guys, make sure it's the same, like I said about the thermos, make sure your money goes where it counts because – Shooting off of a primo shooting stick and shooting off of a, a heavy-duty tripod setup, there's a nine-day difference. And maybe you'll be able to pull off some incredible uh, shots. But uh, it's personal preference. No, I'm not saying you got to go prone at 100 yards on the group of pigs. I was just talking about different styles. Right. There's a lot of great questions in here, though. There are. Um, um. It's been a really good interactive night. Um, I think Hank's dropping out and going to come back, everybody. So give him a second to get resituated. He's having a little bit of audio issues. Um, Kevin says, what? TX Killer reminds me of Kevin Hart. Uh, there's a big difference between me and Kevin Hart. I'm about two feet taller than he is. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Hank's, Hank's got some technical difficulties. He's, he's screwed yeah. Uh, let's see what what else have we got going on so um so you're doing some youtube stuff and i hate to say i'm not familiar with your channel i'm going to fix that as soon as we're done here no brother like that's the thing youtube is new to me Mm -hmm. instagram is where it's at for me as far as my content uh i'm a photo guy i absolutely love taking photos and uh Obviously, that's not what YouTube is all about. And so uh, just recently, a bunch of people have been saying, hey, man, you got some cool stuff and we'd just like to see how you're doing it or share it with us. And um, unfortunately, Instagram, you're only allowed one minute. So uh, I have to put a little bit more effort into YouTube now. I have a channel, but it's not not, there is no attention on YouTube, which is kind of sad. But um, I am going to start putting more content over on YouTube as far as some of the equipment. So I have a oh, that. Oh, there we go. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we hear oh, you. Oh, crap. Gotcha. <laughs> right. I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. Wow, man. That was go ahead. Finish your thought. Finish your thought, man. Don't oh, let me interrupt. Basically, what I was saying is um, I just want to share a little bit more of the content over on YouTube uh, as far as the way I hunt and the equipment and styles and, and, and different techniques. That's all I'm going to do over there. And, uh, and hopefully it works out, man. It's, it's a slow process because Instagram blew up almost overnight for me, but YouTube to be able to see all the attention on Instagram, I expect the same out of YouTube and that's not the way it's going. So it's a learning <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying. But and that's um you know by the way let me just like thank you guys for holding it down for me. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I hope you guys got to see a little bit of the car. Everyone asked me about the car and stuff like that. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I apologize for the whole wild thing. You know, we really um this is like an event 
with these local guys that I really had to make that event and at the same time keep the show going. And of course, we uh, we uh, we plan to have Amatine come on, TX Killer, as well as Joe. So I didn't want to like stop either one of those things. So hopefully it wasn't too terrible for everyone out there. I appreciate everyone that's been hanging on and hanging in there. So yeah. Now, where am I picking up on this? Con- oh, you're talking about like doing it on Instagram and then doing it on YouTube. I think they're completely different worlds, man. Man, it's, it's totally different because I started on Instagram and like I said, it blew up overnight and uh, I, I was really shocked. All I wanted, I, I was just telling Joe, I love taking photos and the photos is what got me, got the attention over on, on my Instagram. So a video is something that's totally new to me, and I'm not going to put any effort into it. I'll probably just do everything with a cell phone. But uh, I'm just going to wanting to put more content out there as far as the equipment that I use because I take a photo. I take photos of a, of a lot of cool stuff, but no video. And so I need to do that over on YouTube. And we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see. It, you know what? It takes time. It's like anything, you know, you have to build it. Um, sometimes it's, I don't know, Joe, you probably feel this way. This is like feeding a monster, whether you're doing the Instagram thing or YouTube or all of the above, yeah. you know, typically you, you, you do better in one than the other, but you know, um, people are consuming this content with such veracity that by the, t- you, you can work really hard on doing a photograph or, or doing a video or posting something and people want the next thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just have to keep doing that. But you know, I think that um, the big thing about it is have a good attitude. I know I like your attitude. I think that's what a lot of people um, attach to when they deal with any of us. Right. Yeah. yeah. They like something about our attitude, our style. You just keep doing it. Be honest you know, to who you are and the folks out there will appreciate you for, for that. It's a, it's a slow process and, and I'm, and I'm working on it. Uh, but, uh, you're right, man. They're they're animals. Both sides are animals, man. And, uh, (laughs) Instagram has been nothing but a blessing for me, man, because, uh, there, there is a lot of people out there doing what I'm doing. Uh, but, uh, it's, for some reason, they're just liking it the way I'm doing it, man. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very, very thankful for it. Thankful for yeah. the support. Yeah, very- absolutely. And 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 hopefully when when you folks go over there and check him out, you know, or you check out 13C Gun Reviews, let them know that, you know, you found out about about them here on the craziness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Joe, Joe's used to, to my level of crazy <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I, I, I like it, man. I enjoy it. Um, you know, it's it's fun. It's always a good time when I come on here. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, for, for you just starting out on YouTube, I would say, you know, it takes, it takes a couple years for things to finally kick off. Yeah. Uh, it, I find that it's very hard for me to drive my Instagram folks to YouTube. And it's very hard for me to drive my YouTube yeah. folks to Instagram. Yeah. They just, they don't want to, for whatever reason, they don't want to go across. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so, you know, my, I've been, I've been on Instagram now for about a year and a half, two years. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm almost at 30,000. I think I'm a little over 29,000. And I always talk about what I'm doing on YouTube. And, hey, you know, I just posted up a new video. Mm-hmm. And then the video will get like <laughs> 300 views. And I'm like, nobody's engaging over here. And then I, I see YouTube. I see YouTube guys that have a big YouTube following and a small Instagram following. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, that's what that's what there's a couple of things there. This is why we have to cross promote each other. And the other mm-hmm. thing that you're jumping into is that, you know, this is a bad time 
the last two years are probably not the best time in the world to try to jump on YouTube, just yeah. with all the blocks and limitations that uh -huh. YouTube's putting on us. Um, yeah. Even the big guys on YouTube, their audience is, is somehow affected by this, but they already have this big, huge built-in audience that are like, hey, where's these videos? And YouTube's hiding our videos. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, this they are, absolutely. And they're hiding them from our subscribers, too. They aren't getting the notifications wow. that they should be. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not trying to like, I, I think you should definitely keep doing the YouTube thing, but I think at the same time, what you should do is if you're, if you're the most successful on Instagram, then, you know, that's your biggest audience. Always take care of the audience. That's the way I look at it. That's what matters to me. Like my audience matters more to me than the people who sponsor the channel or anyone else in the, in the game. Right. Because oh, yeah. those are the people that keep me here. No one would even give a crap what I'm talking about if I didn't have whatever size audience I have. And I don't have the, the biggest audience out there in the world. So I think just keep dealing with that. And then, you know, some things, there's going to be some changes. <laughs> it's either all going to burn down or it's going to get better. I don't know. Right. You know, it, it, something's got to happen, right? <laughs> I think it'll get better, man. I think the worst of it has already passed. I, that's just my opinion. Um, unless... Um, something politically goes out of hand, but I, I think we're doing pretty good now, man. I think if we had Hillary, you YouTube would just be deleting every single oh, gun channel. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know where you come down on the political side of things. I, I don't know if you guys got a chance to dip into that. <laughs> no, we, we we didn't have a chance to talk to talk about yeah. anything other than hunting and night yeah. vision and thermal. I we had it. We, you, you're going to have to go back and watch what you missed because we had a fantastic uh, talk uh, oh, awesome. about uh, – he, he really filled me in on a lot of good questions I had about night vision and stuff. So. Oh, you did? Oh, cool, cool, cool. yeah. I think yeah, I yeah. heard some of that when yeah, I was – it was going it was in going and out. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Lola says you guys are talking about going prone. So that she remembers. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want us to continue the going prone situation? Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing some feedback is I don't know who that's coming from. I think it's me. I don't oh, know. Okay. It just that feedback just started like 60 seconds ago. So I don't know if anybody changed anything. I didn't change anything. No, I'm good. Yeah. So it, it, it may come and go. Yeah. Or I don't know. Did you turn up the volume? I didn't touch anything. I, I went back and forth to YouTube, but uh, that was it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, see, that's why one of the things we use is headsets. That would help with this when you do the live things, because then the headsets makes it quieter. I don't know if you happen to have any headsets around. That always helps. Right now. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I find the lapel mic should help quite a bit as well. Yeah. You can always turn down the volume if, uh, you know. If we do this again, I would definitely be mic'd up. Yeah, no, it's good. There's lots of different things. So just like a quick thing there for anyone who wants to know about doing it, because people ask me about the live stuff all the time. I use an external USB camera. That's what's up here. That's an external USB. Um, that helps because usually the camera that's built into your laptop or whatever is not, you know, they're trying to sell these things at the best price. So if you get an external camera, that helps. Um, headset always helps, like situations like this where we're getting some... Uh, reverb or feedback. And then I use a USB microphone. There you go. Ooh. This is the one that I use. It's uh, from Blue. There you go. Um, at the risk of 
I'm plugging it again. <laughs> yeah, what do you use, Joe? So I'm just using the mic, the the camera that's in my laptop, and then this uh, lapel mic here tonight. This is the uh, I don't know. It's a stereo dual channel Sony something or other uh, that I use for some interview stuff occasionally, and I've just got that plugged in my laptop. Send me uh, if you have a link or something. Send me something good for. Uh, a uh, good webcam. So now, now that I've been doing a lot more of these lives uh, with you, it's probably time for me to pick one up. I actually need to get an actual desktop. Uh, I've been using a gaming laptop for a lot of my editing over the past like year and a half. And oh, this goodness. thing is, I'm burning this thing up. So uh, as part of the upgrade, it's going to be one of the things I do this year. Yeah, I think that your audio sounds great. Uh, Logitech makes a good camera. I'm not sure which one this is this Logitech I have here, but I will look it up and, and uh, let you know. I picked it up at Best Buy. So you go to Best Buy, they typically have a Logitech. This is a 1080p. You can get 4K ones, but I don't think 4K is really necessary. There's not going to be anyone anytime soon going live <laughs> over 4K. But, uh, you, I, you know, if it's I, affordable, you can always get it. I, I couldn't do 4K if I wanted to. I, I live out in the middle of nowhere, and I finally got 15 meg service here to the house for Internet. So, yeah. By the way, I see our friend Lucretia Hughes. She's in the chat. Shout out to her. Um, and strange media moderator Gerald Lofer says he just subscribed to 13C. Thank you. Thank you so you much. Know, I encourage you guys to uh, hit up both of these guys. TX Killer on YouTube. Let's help him get uh, get the get the numbers up. And actually, let me look at your YouTube because I know I subscribe to your YouTube channel from um, from Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. Let me make sure I'm following you from. Uh, from my, from my other YouTube channels here. And I'll make sure I do that. I'm not messing with anything right now on my laptop because I'm scared it's going to screw something up. But when we get <laughs> over here, I will be okay. subscribing and following you guys. I know yeah. I'm following you on the ground. 13C, I got to get on with you. Um, cool. Yeah, I just uh, I just found you and followed you and tagged you in that post that I shared earlier. Hey, yeah. I got a question for you. How uh -huh. come you wasn't at the NRA show? Huh? Uh, he went so, to Disneyland. <laughs> so this year, um, hold on, let me bring this back up. So this year, uh, I was in Dallas, uh, which is about an eighteen to twenty-hour drive from me, depending, uh, you know, especially with all the road construction that fires up this time of year, trying to get out of the north. So um, there's only like this year when I did a shot show, I was only there for two days. I flew in Tuesday morning and I flew back out uh, Wednesday night, so I was only there for one night. Um, I'm doing my best. Uh, oh, thank you, Chris. They just subscribed to me on YouTube and Full 30. I appreciate that. Um, so um, as, there's only so much vacation time. My daughters are 11 and 13 now. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to spend as much time. Dad's still cool for now, which is awesome. So um, rather than do NRA, I blew off the two days in NRA, the Saturday and Sunday, and went on vacation last week. And we were down in Florida, uh, in Orlando. We went to Disney World. We did a bunch of stuff, and that's why. Man, yeah. I would have done the same. <laughs> the right, I think you made the right choice, man. I'm yeah. not like NRA was great, by the way. I'm not saying that NRA was terrible. That's why you made the right choice. But you're mm -hmm. never getting back this time with your with your kids. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, that's. Yeah, so I got one graduating next week, man, and it's uh, there's oh, wow. a lot of stuff that I wish uh, I could have yeah. gone back and done, man. But yeah, yeah enjoy enjoy those times, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll always have NRA. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> NRA, NRA will be in Indiana next year. Oh, it will. Yeah. So will that's uh, that's about two and a half hours, two hours, 45 minutes from me. So I will definitely be doing that. Um, I'll probably do like I did last time. I'm going to, you know, I'll drive down Friday after work, uh, 
you know, spend the night and then be there all day Saturday and then come back Sunday probably. Uh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll try to be there next year. I want to, I want to bring this up real quick to some people, man. And, uh, I'm telling you guys right now, I, I don't talk about politics, religion, money, what I do. For, I don't do that stuff on, on social media, but, uh, people were asking me, Hey, are you going to go to shot show? And I didn't go. I blew it off. It wasn't for me. And they were like, Hey, are you going to go to NRA show? Oh no, to uh, D- the Dallas Safari club. No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, you're going to go to NRA. Nope. Not going to do it. And, of course, we had some stuff blowing up on the media and uh, our rights and certain platforms uh, were, were, were being threatened. And me sitting at the house wasn't going to do. It wasn't going to do any good. I had to show up and at least show my face. I'm not important. All right. But the numbers speak. OK. Mm-hmm. And they did, man. I think there were, what was it, Hank? Over 80, 83, 84,000 people showed up. It was a record. Yeah, I think they broke a record. Yeah, they broke a record on on attendance, and people it, showed up. People showed up. People were extremely friendly. People were shaking hands. People were taking pictures. People were, you know, uh, mingling with the vendors. I've never ever in my life experienced anything like that. It was it was unreal. I saw Hank all over the place. I was I was putting Hank in my stories all over the place. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Mister Mister One Moa, by the way, said he subscribed to you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'm not seeing the comments, but thank you so much. Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm sure there's other folks out there. And uh, listen, I think that it is a good thing to go for the reason. Look, at least we were able to interface with each other. I'm not super happy with the NRA, but I know there's lots of folks out there who who support me. That's why I went to the show. Um, There's there's people who support me and there's companies like ATI Outdoors. They were at the show. I spent a lot of time over at their booth. You know, they came on board here to help sponsor the channel. That helps me like buy camera equipment and do all the stuff that we need to do. Uh, You know, we're going to do giveaways, all that kind of stuff. So I might as well go out there and help those guys out because they're helping me out. And it's awesome always to talk to the folks who actually watch what we do, because for me personally, it recharges me. You know, when you think like, man, I think I've had enough of this crap. (laughs) You know, it's good. It's good to see these people like, hey, man, I really appreciate you doing what you do. It's insane, isn't it? it yeah. is, they're there and they're recognizing it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I, I, I love the NRA uh, event, not for the NRA, not necessarily for the vendors. All I do like hanging out with, with, with companies uh, that I'm friends with, like uh, Safety Harbor Firearms and Walter and stuff. But um, seeing the people is the big thing. Because like you said, it's, it's refreshing. Because you run into, it's not like uh, you know a traditional industry event where it's all people in the industry. It's all uh, the folks. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's all the folks you run into and I, I missed that this year. I did. Yeah. Although I actually ran into, uh, two different subscribers uh, and I asked them not to, uh, not to post up the, uh, <laughs> after I got home so people wouldn't know the house was empty. <laughs> uh, I ran into two at Disney. Uh, awesome. That's awesome. Around. Yeah. And one of them recognized me. I was out, um, they saw the patch on my uh, VanQuest bag, uh, that sling- V slinger that I have. But I was wearing like a, you know, a, I don't remember if it was, I think it was Donald Duck t-shirt that day. Um, so, you know, I wasn't like wearing any gun stuff or anything. Uh, but somebody was there and they're like, hey, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Cool. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm at a public event, I always tell people, if you're one of the first couple people to see me of the day, even if it's something public, like, uh, you know, any kind of event, you know, if it's a concert or being at Disney or whatever, if I've got a bag on me, um, I'll have an extra patch in there and I'll give you a patch if you say hello. 
Um, you know, obviously, you know, if I'm if if I'm in the bathroom using the bathroom with the skull next to you, wait till after I wash my hands to say hey. But yeah. uh, you know, other than that, you know, I say if 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 Joe's using the bathroom, take pictures. <laughs> uh, if that's what you're into, I mean, you over know. the stall. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you might see you might see something else come up at you out of there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cyrus three hundred eight said it was eighty seven thousand people. Eighty seven thousand. Yeah, Man, um, that's bigger than Shot Show. Yes, it was, it was on It was on And um, uh, let's see. CB said he he, he subbed to you. TX Killer. So oh, that Screaming okay. Skull Saloon. Um, there's lots of other people saying that same thing. You know what? I'm, I was looking at your YouTube channel, man. I think you're doing pretty well for you. I think the videos look good on the YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, I like the cinematography of what you're doing over there. I and think the biggest thing is the quality. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if everything's clear and, and, and you're vocal, I think people will tune in on it. And uh, baby steps, you know, it was a learning curve for me taking photos and, mm -hmm. and building up the Instagram page. And it's going to be the same thing with the video, you know. Uh, but I, I'm going to do my best. There's a lot to talk about in, in what I'm doing. And because mm -hmm. uh, I got my hands on so many optics and I know – you can have all the rifles in the world, but they don't mean crap when you don't have the optics on there. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk about optics, man. I'm, I'm, it's obvious I'm real big with Vortex, but I have lots of optics to use and talk about. So we'll, we'll talk a lot about optics. Okay, cool. Cool. And awesome. by the way, speaking of optics, I think... I think I don't know if we're super confirmed at this point, but um, we know I know Dimitri who designs the reticles and stuff like that for primary arms optics, and uh, he's coming on next Friday. Awesome! Oh, he's that is awesome. Next Friday, so it's always good when Dimitri comes in. He he has a lot of knowledge on this stuff. I I don't know that much about it. I enjoy listening to him and you know asking him questions myself as well as everyone else asking questions. So look forward to that next Friday because they've got some new optics out but yeah it's you know we're all learning Go ahead. two days from now or nine days from now um not this friday next friday right next yeah next friday next uh, week was the week i chose wednesday instead of friday so i screwed that one up huh <laughs> we can still get you on on friday uh cyrus 308 wants to know tx killer what glass are you using for day hunt uh are we talking like scopes or glasses no, I think I'm assuming he's when he says glass, he's talking about scopes. Oh, scopes. Uh, that's hey, I got it right here. Hold on, hold on. Uh, get you mind if I pull them out real quick? Do I have time? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, right, hold on. I got different ones, but so, so while he's talking, I'll talk about a different glass while he's there. Uh oh, that's a heavy prescription in there, Joe. Yeah, they did. Just, Holy Moses. These are from Tactical RX and they 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 I've got other ones that are curved. Those are cool though. I like those. <laughs> they put a they'll put a prescription in the curve of the lens, Tactical okay. RX. Those guys are awesome if you're looking for if you have especially a strong prescription and uh, you're looking for some good shooting glasses and they're transition lenses, they're freaking you can shoot these things basically at point blank range with four shot from your uh, shotgun and uh, and they'll hold up to it. So if you're going hunting with Dick Cheney you need a pair of those. Yeah, I'm all over your body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to answer this question, this is multiple, multiple setups, but uh, it, it kind of gives you an idea where I'm at. I love low power optics at, during the day. You rarely see any big uh, high, high power scope. So we got 
the Vortex Razor and the Vortex PST Gen 2, uh, one to six. And um, th- this is this is where it's at for me as far as low power optics, ABM mounts. You can see they're off the rig. Uh, usually when I'm in the, in the woods or riding around the four wheelers, uh, we got the EOTEX, the Vortex UH1. Uh, this with the magnifier is everything to me, man. I, I really love uh, the magnifiers, but uh, holographic sights. I love using holographic sights over red dots. Um, but usually those are my go-to setups, man. So low power optics, when I'm wanting, I can go out to six, 700 yards easily with this. People think you have to have big scopes like this one right here. You don't have to have, and it's empty by the way. You don't have to have a big old scope to pull off daytime shots. Uh, low power. What's that one? That's a vortex what on that one? Yeah, this is a razor. This is a razor okay, four and a half to 20, uh, 27. Okay. 56 millimeter objective. Um, but those 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 big scopes that I have, those are my okay. those are my prone guns, man. I'm, those I'm, are my- I'm not gonna, you know, you're throwing up guns, man. I'm getting a little since I came in late, there's no guns over here. Uh, you told me to bring the guns out, man. I got, I got something for you. I got something for you. How you like this? Boom. You ever you ever went hunting with a with a fifty? I hate that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I have this here just for when dudes start throwing up their guns. Like, uh, yeah, check out my guns, man. I hate you. <laughs> and what I is this? What is this on here? I think this is a night force optic on this thing. <laughs> I got something close to that. Hold on. Okay. Uh oh. Man, that Uh-oh. is Hank. That is the old. <laughs> right, right yeah, right there. Hey. How you like that? All right. Night four. Oh, crap. 300 wind mag. Okay. Savage BA. It's no 50 cal, but she's big. But we're, we're almost on the same page, yeah, Danny. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to have a 50 soon, man. Yeah. I, I've i got that 50 sitting on the ground. Just, I hate Just for just such occasions. I hate you, man. <laughs> I'll have a 50 soon. Yeah, uh, 50s are fun. I've never, obviously, I haven't gone hunting at all, but have you, have you, you haven't done any hunting with 50s either, right? No, I want to so bad. And I'll be honest with you, uh, not necessarily 50 that I have interest in, uh, but 338 or the uh, uh, 416 Shytac. Those are the the calibers that I really have some some interest in. But 50. If I get my hands on the 50, it's over, man. I'm going to do it. <laughs> there you well, go. When you come hey, out to um, Florida, sh- go ahead. Shout out to uh, Pixamite and uh, – oh, man, it's scrolling. Where'd it go? Uh, thank you for subscribing to uh, TX and I. Really appreciate that. Hey, man, was, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of people. Justin E. Uh, also, a bunch of folks uh, yeah. coming in here. So thank you so much. We appreciate that a yeah, lot. Yeah, so Warsaw Patriot wants to know what you think about Brandon Herrera's AK-50. Either one of you. I don't know if you've heard of the AK-50. Uh, I, I heard about it. I didn't look much. In, I saw a photo of it. Uh, all I can say is it's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to hate on it. I, I'm not going to hate on it at all. Uh, it's It's amazing looking. Yeah. Um, I think he's really close. So yeah, he is. And we, we can all do. I, I just want to shoot an AK-50. That's all. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I know. <laughs> and, and I, I've met Brandon several times. He is just an awesome, awesome dude. He is so yeah. cool. Um, he's Good just dude. a genuine, really nice, cool dude. And he's, 
he's making regular AKs as well that are going to be coming out soon as well, which I'm really happy to see some good U.S.-made AKs that I guess are going to be pretty much from the ground up. That's uh, awesome. Which would be nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so um, Rodney Brady uh, said he subscribed, Joe. And Justin Fulton you, wants to know, what's that bolt-action rifle you held up? This is... Uh... This is a custom gun uh, from SNS Precision in North Texas. Here, uh, this is 6.5 Creedmoor in an XLR chassis. Um, it has a, a Brooks barrel, a seamless brake on here. Uh, this thing is—it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, trigger Tech trigger. I want to say that trigger is at five ounces. Uh, this is not uh, your deer stand rifle, man. This is. Uh, you go prone and send it. You go prone and you send it. And uh, this is my baby. This is the newest to the to the family here within the last month. And I need to shoot her more. The barrel hasn't even been broken in yet. But uh, I'm super excited about that rifle. Hopefully that's the one you were talking about. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. And then quickly, I'm going to throw up someone's texting me. Uh, Marvin texted me this. He said, old school Gorn. Old school Gorn. There you go. <laughs> Going off his, uh, let me see, what is this? Uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly what this rifle is. So I'm not sure you guys probably know what we're looking at there. That's um, trying to I tell know, I don't know if it's a, on there. Yeah, I don't know if it's a Mauser. No, it's like a Mauser. Yeah. Is that like a, is that a Mauser or an Enfield? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't tell on the glare there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me know. Let me know what that is. So there you go. I don't know. People have probably been sending me a bunch of those things since since I've I've seen lots of messages coming through on my phone. So I'm looking at the comments on here, and guys said just sub your AEA third. That's where things are going to get screwed up a little. I got to fix that. I have two different YouTube channels, and one is AEA thirty thirty, which is nothing. It's just an old. Uh, YouTube channel that I had years ago, but my new one is TX Killer. So okay. if you go to my Instagram page, which is a.amantine, uh, I'll, I'll type it in here, a.amantine, you will see my YouTube link on top. You will see the YouTube link on my, uh, on, on my description. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, just search TX Killer. <laughs> I don't know how I'm pretty sure that YouTube is not super happy with the name, but I would say don't ever change it. <laughs> I can't change it. it it's, you know, it's funny you bring that up. It's, it's an old handle from a local hunting forum. And uh, mm -hmm. I was I was killing so many pigs at the time that it was just my nickname, Killer. And so mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll just put in TX Killer. It was acceptable at the time. But boy, right now. It's it's still good now. It's still good now. I'm just, yeah, you know, yeah man. I think it's, it's a good but Yeah. I'm not a serial killer, okay, guys? I'm just an avid hunter. <laughs> could be could be a killer of the lady lady killer, you know? <laughs> well, that's probably, I'm sure they can misconstrue that also. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah. There's well, all kinds I, of things here. I'll, oh, nice. Big Willie. Um, Big Willie just subscribed. Appreciate it, man. And awesome. Mr. 1MOA, thank you. Yeah, that VZ uh, 2008, I really hope Tim and I can connect on that follow-up video. We were going to do uh, compare uh, uh, my VZ with one of his originals and another model that was out there. And, man, that's been a couple of years ago. And people still comment, you know, when is that going to happen? And he's so busy and all over the place. And with me, too, I have honestly no idea. But um, that, that my, my two VZ 
2008 is still going strong, man. I, I love that gun. It's, it's a blast to shoot. Okay. By the way, Marvin said that's his M1 Grand. Oh. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. You, we, we stand corrected. M1. And then, and then Scott is sending me his precision rifle build there. I don't know if you guys can see it, but, you know, there you go. So awesome. Let me see if I can get. Let me see if I can get in closer to that, give you guys a better look. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Some nice rifles out there, man. And I've seen you've got a lot of nice rifles, so. I, I'm a gun nut, man. I'm, I'm a gun nut. I, I don't show off a lot of them. I was really big into old bolt guns, uh, older 700s and, you know, Mauser war guns. And then I slowly realized that uh, a lot of those guns are, they're, they're, they have their place. They're, they're battle guns, you know, and right. they're extremely hard and expensive to convert. Oh, almost drop one, convert them over to uh to hunting rifle. So that's why I'm over onto the, to the AR platforms and, Oh, I got one for you. Hank, hold on. Uh Oh, I got one for you. You got one of these scar baby. Oh no, I don't have a scar, but that's very nice. That's very nice. Scar, baby. So is this a uh, 17? No, it's a 16. It looks like 16. Oh, this is a 17. This is a heavy. Uh, okay. Oh, it is. Okay. You changed the, uh, you change your handguard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a, uh, oh man, I just got a brain fart on this one. This is, I want to say this is a Veltor handguard. And uh, yeah, to make it a little bit longer. That's, I think that was the downside to the whole scar platform. The rail stopped right here, mm -hmm. stopped right here. And uh, just my style of shooting, I, I, you know, it's not all tactical, but I like to be locked out on the rifle, you know, and I don't like to be right here. I like to be locked out. And uh, we put the Veltor on there, man. And I'm pretty positive this is the Veltor rail, but uh, it has been extremely nice and it's lightweight. So it doesn't okay. add. Yeah, I was going to say, did that add a lot of weight? That's the oh, one thing. Oh, about it's super light. It's super light, real thin and light and durable. It's been beat up. I mean, you can see it's all chewed up. Yeah. Uh, we but use it, but. Vanessa Kitty said, Ugg boot, nice. <laughs> Ugg boot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can switch those out as well, but there's no need. It's comfortable, and uh, yeah. it's a heavy hitter, man. It's definitely a heavy hitter. Yeah. Carl Compton says he has a SCAR 17S. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a SCAR. You know, I'm a big fan. I like three. I like 308. Can't really go wrong. Yeah, I, the SCAR was my grail gun for a while, and I, I saved up, and I got one probably – five or six years ago and mm -hmm. uh, i got an fde one that actually looks pretty the colors are actually pretty close wow both Although of them as it's age, <laughs> as it's aging i took it out the other day and uh the colors are shifting a little bit really yeah so you and it's it's not it it, it they've shifted some so i don't I, I don't know if there's something in the plastic that's changed a little bit from sitting in the I safe mean, yeah it's got to be mm -hmm. the plastic yeah, or what? But yeah, so that was kind of interesting. But yeah, man, I love my 17s. I absolutely love it. Yeah, um, question for you, and this is something that uh, some people that shot this rifle have uh, encountered. There is a difference between the scar and the AR platform, and the scar is a taller rifle. You know, as far as uh, the, mm -hmm. the way it's built, you know, people hate it. A lot of people hated it, and I'm like, it's something that you have to get used to. I like it, to be honest with you. I really do like the rifle, but uh, if you're shooting ARs forever and you put a scar in your hand, there's going to be a good chance you're not going to like it. <laughs> it has to grow on you, man. Yeah. I hope you experience the same thing. Well, yeah, and then the would, weird, Go ahead. 
So f- for me, for the 17, one of the things I don't like about SCAR is reciprocating charging handle. I can't stand it. It's freaking 2018. Why, for the love of God, is it? <laughs> does it reciprocate, right? Good point. Good point. Um, I thought that we had, no, there's no kits out yet, right? I don't think so, not to my okay. knowledge. Um, so for me, uh, in 308, the, the SCAR 17 is probably one of my favorite 308s, uh, semi-auto 308s. Yeah. Um, for a 5.56 gun, though, I would take an ACR over the SCAR 16 any day. Um, it's, it's got a better folding stock. Uh, accuracy isn't that much different. Uh, it actually has a true switch, uh, you know, quick change barrel system versus having to do all this crazy torquing and crap, you know, if you're going to change out your SCAR. Um, so I don't know. That, that's where I come down on that. I mean, in, in 308, it's a fantastic, uh, it's a fantastic rifle. And, and, and I, I get some heat from this. One of my buddies runs uh, SBR uh, uh, SCAR 16, and he loves it. He bags on me about the, my, my love of the ACR over that one. I'm like, man, you know, it's gonna, it, it suppresses fantastic no matter what you put on it. Um, going back and forth, you can consistently change barrels if you note where you're at for your optic. You can consistently change barrels from a 16-inch barrel to the 18-and-a-half-inch DMR barrel and make your adjustment from what you've written down and noted in your logbook, and you'll be right back on target every single time within like a quarter of an inch. It's ridiculous. I've, yeah. I've never even handled an ACR, and I've been hearing really good things about it, and it sounds like it's something that I need to try to just play with and see if I like it. I, it it's never really sparked interest in me, though. I need, I need to check it out. Yeah, it, when you get your hands on one, you're either you'll either like it or you'll be like, eh, you know, it's it's yeah. an AR. You know, yeah. you, you're either going to love it or you'll be meh. Absolutely, it's it's all personal preference. I know that even with the Scar 17, a lot of people think it's heavy. I I don't think it's heavy, but you, oh, you know, there are lighter th- uh, 308s out there oh, now. Yeah. So, oh yeah, so that's that's the whole thing. Like nowadays, it's kind of like a hard thing to argue because there's some lighter guns okay. out there. I wouldn't if if you was to put a scar in front of me in a well built AR or, or just a good AR10 out there, more than likely I'm going to pick the AR10. More really? likely, and I, I do like the scar, but it's it's not it's not everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. put it this way. I think it's overpriced. Does that oh, sound by right? far? Yeah, I, I think it's overpriced. Yeah. It's cool, but it's overpriced. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Okay, so you know what? I think we've been we've we've been doing the the. <laughs> the full two hours. Yeah, man, we're having a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, But we should probably start wrapping it up here. Lola's giving me the signal. She's giving me the signal. I think it's been fun. We should actually do this again. Hopefully it won't be, you know, as crazy next time. We should definitely do this again. So let me go through here. Joe, what do you want the people to know about? What stuff do you have coming out? Where should they follow you? Um, so, you know, Facebook, uh, 13C Gun Reviews, uh, Instagram, we're uh, at 13C Gun Reviews, and then, um, you know, YouTube, Full 30. Uh, the email list uh, is really important, uh, 13cgunreviews.com or just 13c.us on the right side. There'll be a place to sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we email maximum of once a week, so we promise not to spam you. And uh, just like you should be signing up for Hank's email list at hankstrange.tv, uh, sign up for ours. We're going to be doing some giveaways and some other stuff on there. So it should be fun. We're getting into more stuff. We've had a lot of questions about like EDC type stuff and, you know, little go pouches and whatnot. So I think it's finally time to dive into that a little bit. We're not going to get too heavy on it because there's a lot of good channels out there already. But um, other than that, we had some new videos drop these past two weeks. So check those out. And we've got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline. 
Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So my friend TX Killer. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? What what uh where can people check you out? What kind of stuff do you have coming out? What can they look forward to? Uh you know, uh I'm I'm just now typing it into my in, in the comments here on the on the YouTube deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, me out on Instagram and my YouTube link is up in the bio. Uh but we got some serious gear coming out. Uh thermal drone. Uh it's called the Matrice 200. Uh we're talking about some expensive stuff, but uh it's going to change the game as far as scouting and looking for pigs. Uh we're going to be playing with some new rifles. Guys, a lot of people didn't know this, but I'm getting into long-range shooting. So uh, I reached out to 1,031 yards with my AR-10 and 6.5, and we're going to be going for a mile uh, with the 6.5 bolt gun that I'm working in right now and eventually taking animals at long range. Uh, so I want to get in some big game, long-range hunting, and uh, you're, you're about to see some changes, but it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it's going to be a slow process. And if there's anything that you're wanting to see, please send me a DM or comment. And uh, I'll do whatever I can to get my hands on it or attempt it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Armament Access says it's about time you commented because now people could just right click on your comment and go to the channel. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, it's the Keg 410, actually. So the 410 version of the compact entry gun, which is an AOW shotgun that Safety Harbor makes. And uh, we put that out. It's pretty cool. It's less recoil, obviously, being 410. So that's on my regular YouTube channel. You guys should check that out uh, when you get a chance. Um, of course, uh, you know, I'm Hank Strange everywhere. You guys can see that all over the place. Make sure you subscribe to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. That's where we do the live video. Uh, I want to thank my two guests. I want to thank Joe from 13C Gun Review for coming on tonight. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. Um, of course, Amantine, what's up? Well, I appreciate thank you. it. And Thank you for coming on, man. We should do this again. We should definitely, definitely do this again. This was your crash course. This was your crash course. It was my crash course, and I was nerd. And you know, I almost backed out of this. I almost backed out. And why? Yeah, well, it's just it was it's different. I've never done a podcast before, you know. But I, I want I wanted to do it. You know, I, I, I I'm glad I did it. Put it that yeah. way. I'm glad yeah. I met Joe. Joe, I, I think you're doing good stuff, man, and it's good for the for the industry. And I and 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 Hank, I absolutely love everything that you're doing, man. You, awesome. You've helped me out so much already, and uh, I'm very thankful for it. And I hope to do this again with both of you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, man. We do. I look forward to it. Uh, I think Joe, you feel the same way. We oh, need yeah. To this, this, this was a hunt together. We need to try to get a hunt together. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Texas, man. Texas. Yes. Why not? I'm down. In the winter time. In the winter time. So. Oh, winter- wait. Wait. Hold on a sec. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Winter time so, now. No, it, hey, it's better than coming up here in the winter time. Oh, okay, okay, that's winter, true. Than, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get something figured out, though. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. I want to do it. I want to get out there and hunt. So thanks for everyone to watching, everyone in the chat. Make sure you subscribe to these guys, like I said. Um, you know, make sure you're checking out the videos. Go to hankstrange.tv, as Joe said. Joe, yours is uh, 13cgunreviews.com. Dot com. There you go. Uh-huh. Check that out. And um, of course, TX Killer, you're that's uh, on uh, Instagram. You're a, um, a. On, on Instagram. Okay, a. A. okay. And, yeah. uh, and, and I found you just by doing TX Killer. That came up just like you said. Awesome. And then you'll see the full name along with it. But yeah, yeah. It, it awesome. Came up awesome. Right away. 
And right. real quick before we get off of here, I want to thank everybody that joined in on this podcast, man. If it wasn't for you guys, we would not be able to converse like this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for it, man. I'm thankful for 13C Joe and Hank Strang. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Awesome. Thanks. And, and uh, one last thing, if you're in Gainesville, check out Big Island Balls. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we're out of here, guys. Peace. See you yeah, tomorrow. Right. Have a good night, everybody. Okay. Uh, Amatine, you stand by right there, but we're out of here.